Have you heard of Hydro Homies? Listen, I don't, di- I don't discriminate. Okay, it's this group on the Reddit. <laughs> That's what the kids are using these days. The Reddit? Yeah. yeah. It's all about people that just love water and drinking water. Hydro homies. Yes. That's not... I, I don't know all their content, so I can't necessarily recommend them. But I know it's you heard really it here funny. First, folks. <laughs> he supports everything that anybody that has ever liked them supports. Exactly. Well, they just love water. You know, Hitler liked water. I don't know if that's necessarily been proven, though. He was Anyways. the first hydro homie. He was <laughs> like, not it. He was like, hydro homie, you know? Hydro homie. <laughs> we have to cut that out. <laughs> no, we don't. Yes, we do. We don't have to cut out hydro homie. <laughs> but the point is, Aquafina tastes hey, listen. better Hey, listen. Anybody who just got offended by that, never listen to us again. <laughs> what? No, for real. If you're going to get offended by a simple... Light, light Hitler joke. A light Hitler joke. Then ah. literally just don't listen. Anyways, <clears throat> and have a great day. <laughs> it's just confusing <laughs> how frequently he comes up on this podcast. Listen. <laughs> a little. Anyways, 4th of July is coming. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what about America? Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about that America. And how they beat up Hitler exactly. in but World War II. Before that, um, John, how are you? The War of 1812? How are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> You've been away. I've been away. I've been working. Yeah. I've in, been working in the sun a lot. Yes. It shows. Building fences. Yeah. Okay. Be honest. I haven't looked today, but how do my eyes look? Do I still look like uh, an, an inverted raccoon with a weird tan line? No. You can probably... Can you see a They're little very bit? Faint. Very, very faint. Very faint okay, lines. Because for the last, like, half week, I've been not wearing sunglasses, specifically to try to reverse the damage that's been done to my face. Because <laughs> I went, uh, like, a week ago, I went to donate plasma. Yeah. And the phlebotomist, she's... She just... How do I say this nicely? <laughs> There's, like, a filter missing inside of her. Oh. She just says whatever comes to her brain. I know that kind of yeah, person. Yeah, so she walks up to me, and she just stares at me for a second. She's like, you've got a really bad tan line. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I do. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for reminding I me. I <laughs> came in here to get critiqued. <laughs> yeah, there are some. I, that's a level of honesty that you don't normally get from people. In yeah. a way, you got to appreciate it. Yeah. Don't you, you do. appreciate that, John? I appreciate it so much. You Being know? criticized the second you walk in. Because you know what they say, always tell the truth, even if it hurts others. Criticism is close to godliness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crit- criticize. Be Curticize? a cynic. Criticize? Criticize? No, criticize. That's whenever you turn somebody into Kurt. Yeah. Kurt Jackson. Have you ever met cent. somebody named Kurt? Yeah. My really? boss at Walmart. No way. Yeah, Kurt. So, okay, Curtis Jackson is 50 cent, but my boss at Walmart was Kurt Jackson, so he he calls himself Half Dollar. (laughs) That's good. That's good. That's good, Johnny. He's he's like the best boss ever. Every time, so I I would impersonate him and scare my coworkers because he would always jingle. He had keys, and he would jingle wherever he walked, (laughs) and we had kind of like the same walk pattern, so I could like pull it off, and then... No matter what time of day it was, he'd be like, good morning. And so like, he's, he's, he's basically SpongeBob. <laughs> yes. But with a human body. I think I've actually met him. Yeah, he's great. While I was off the clock, I got off of work and I had my Atlantic bottling <laughs> Coke Atlantic shirt on. Bottling. Oh, and you probably did. He, I was just, I was shopping, right? And I just look over and I see like one of the Walmart employees looking over at me. And then I like go and turn the aisle. I continue shopping and they come up and he goes, excuse me, sir. And I was like, hi. And he goes, I've been meaning to do this for a while. And I was like, do what? And he goes, I just kept telling myself if I ever saw someone from Coke, I would let them know that one of our coolers was broken. And I was like, oh, okay. I said, what's wrong with it? And he said, oh, like the sliding doors jammed or something. And he's like, would it be possible for you to look at it? And I was like, I'm not on the clock right now. So I was like, I was like, why not? You know, it's easy yeah. enough to check out. But anyway, so I went over there and I found out what was wrong with it. And I just popped it into place and it was fine. Beautiful. But yeah, I was just like, what a random thing so to happen. This guy, did he, did he look like he, he was had glasses. 44? He looked like he was 
anywhere from like 30 to 45 range. Hmm. He looked young old with young brown old. hair. Yeah. Yeah. I just, the, the glasses. Glass, the glasses are throwing me off. I don't. Maybe. Don't, don't know if Kurt wears glasses, but I don't know. I mean, Walmart has more than one manager, obviously. No, so it's possible. Just the, one. just the one. It's possible it was somebody else. But I'm trying to think. Who else could it have been? I, I'm just going to start listing people's first. And well, last I didn't year. even get his name. He didn't even do something like, oh, my name's so and so. Did he have a high voice? It was pretty high. It was a pretty high voice, yeah. Did he have his arms in front of him when he talked to him? <laughs> like. He had arms. I do oh, remember that. That's probably him. Yeah. Kurt has arms. <laughs> he all and he's yeah. got legs too. Yes, actually. <gasps> Dude, how'd you know? This has got to be the same guy. I, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. I, I want to say, because he had a pretty high voice as well. So yeah. well, you know what, Andrew? Speaking of Walmart, I am I'm happy to be independent from Walmart now. <laughs> independent and free from Walmart. Yeah, you know what? I That was a beautiful segue. I uh it, you know, November <laughs> I said, you know, Walmart. This is war. This is my new And then anybody day. wearing red, I just psh, shot up on the way out. <laughs> oh, no. And I made my own country of John John Nerica. John Thuania. John Thuania. Yeah. One president. Population one. Yeah, me. President right one. Here. Vice president. Am still I, looking for vice president. Am I naming my house John Thuania right now? You should. I we, feel like we need to make a house. Well, remember when we lived here, we were like, what are we going to name the yeah. house? Because we're cool bachelors. Yeah, we're cool bachelors, dude. What are we going to name <laughs> the place? And I don't think we ever landed on it. We did not. Uh, if anybody has a suggestion for a name, though, <laughs> please email that in <laughs> to Andrew. What's your email? Uh, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Alpha Foxtrot. <laughs> Alpha Foxtrot at gmail.com. It's probably somebody's real email so don't oh, email I'm sure. them i'm so. sure yeah but anyways so but we gotta get down to brass tacks okay which that's a weird expression brass tacks yeah but what does it mean getting down to brass tacks were they like there there, was there must have been some sort covering, of time there was something covering the brass tacks and they're like hey listen we got to get past this and get down let's get to down the to the nitty-gritty tacks. i i think that at probably at some point people used to tax brass hey <laughs> that was good hey but don't answer this question it's rhetorical because it's a joke so don't okay. ruin the joke hey andrew do you know uh how airplanes are put together no i uh, do not oh it's riveting <laughs> i shouldn't laugh <laughs> <laughs> did you know that joke no, i don't think okay, so good, no. good, 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 good. <clears throat> yeah well because yeah and the reason <laughs> that john prefaced with that is because i had this tendency while we were roommates anytime john would come up be like hey i have a joke for you and then you you would list off the joke the prompt and then i would always say the punchline i know and it was i always heard it every every time and you were like andrew you have got to stop doing that let me finish the joke and i was like i'm sorry my memory for jokes well it's not only memory i feel like you also have the uh the ability to work quickly through possible punchlines and give a good one, whether it's the right one or not. You're like, this could work. And then you say it. Oh, yeah. Because a couple of times you'd be like, that's a good punchline. Like, I think that's better than the one I have. Like through gritted teeth. You're yeah, like, you're like oh. that's pretty good. <laughs> Dang it. <clears throat> Anyways. But so before we get into the themed episode of the 4th of July. Independencia. Um, John is going to be in Minnesota again. Yes. So we are going to have a, a brief interlude where John is not going to be able to be here to record episodes. So, once John gets back, then the episodes will start back up again. Yes. We're not leaving, and we're not even really taking a break because we've just started. It's, it's like it's like it's an, out of necessity. An organized uh, disorganization. Yeah, organized chaos is planned, how I've always liked to describe myself. Planned chaos. I yeah. think that's just terrorism, actually. So cancel or, that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Organized chaos is how I have often described myself. It's like, it makes sense to me, but to anyone looking outside of my mind, I don't know what's keeping anybody looking outside of my house in here. <laughs> please stop. They look at me, they go like, the cops. I don't know how it, I mean, he's, he makes it work for himself, but I'm, I'm happy for him, but I wouldn't be able to live like yeah, that. You make it work for you and your wife and your future child. I'm just vibing your one day on the way in the future. Yeah, nine months from now, eight and a half, oh, maybe seven years. Yeah, okay, seven months within nice. that range. Okay, you got that range. <laughs> yeah, nine to seven. 
nine nine <laughs> nine months to seven, seven years. years yeah probably possibly maybe within that time frame okay we're I gonna have shoot for the nine months yes. cool cool yeah independence <laughs> but anyway so we are proud to be americans all right where at um, least we know we're free <laughs> where, where, where at least we know we're free no so today's i'm bringing the prompt to john <laughs> yes yes, and yes 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 it's a very simple premise I have 53 <laughs> writing prompts for the 4th of July. So I'm going to ask these questions to John, and he's going to answer them. Okay. As only Jonathan could. So, without further ado, here comes the 4th of July episode. I didn't say stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so first question. Why did the colonists want freedom so badly? So the colonists came over. They were like, this is lit. We got our own land. And then the British were like, no, you don't. We're going to give you bad teeth. And then the colonists were like, yeah, you are. And then they started shooting, and then they won. And the British were like, oh, no, let's go back to our tiny island. <laughs> and then that's, so yeah, they just wanted better uh, dental care. Perfect. <laughs> Excellent. John, you feel most American when blank. Uh, using a real toilet. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, listen, listen, and and it's not even not yes. even just England, but other countries like Japan as well. They're they're, they're toilets. So yeah, oh yeah, I'm you're, I'm calling everybody out. <laughs> no, they're toilets. They're, they're just not up to. You far. don't like bidets. You've never even used a bidet. I I am a straight man. Absolutely. Listen, John. We've had this conversation. I know. Before. <laughs> and and I I will stand my ground just I'm like just... the colonists did. <laughs> back in 1776 no I'm the just, british were bidet users actually the squirt gun was invented in england the super soaker was actually an artifact it was rediscovered technology yeah wow thank you yeah that's that's a fact all right we're just gonna move on from that <laughs> um which colonial figure do you admire the most and i do have an answer as well <laughs> probably George Washington. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because he was actually a leader in dental health care <laughs> because he chopped down a cherry tree and made his dentures out of wood because he's like, even that is better than those controlling British teeth. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he chopped down a tree with his teeth. Yeah, no, he's like, oh, 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 I used to be British, but now I'm a gopher. <sighs> Who was it? I don't know. There's another person that had dentures made out of hippo teeth. Yeah, yeah. I forget who? who that was. I don't know. But I was going to say, my answer for which colonial figure I like the most, Benjamin Franklin. <sighs> Curves for days. Yeah, that, Anyways. Shocking um, discoveries. What is the uh, what is the most important 4th of July memory to you? My most important 4th of July memory... Um, so I don't know if I have important ones. I do have eventful ones. Okay. Can I, can I, you can, you can, you can suggest that. Once upon a time, I think I was like 13, which would make this person four, but there's a a mutual, a mutual friend of ours got lost at a fireworks show. And I remember the entire church like was running around like, where uh, is he? Uh, no, uh, ch- uh, female, female child. Oh, where uh, is she? <laughs> uh, the, you know, where is she? The youngest of the people that we know with eight kids. Okay, got it. Beginning with an L. Got it. Not a G. Because I think that... And ending on- with Yidia? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Beginning got it. Beginning with L, ending with Idia. <laughs> got it. I think we're on the same boat. So, yeah, yeah, so, it, and it took like almost an hour to find her. And what happened? I think she just wandered off and was like in her own little world, but she was like four oh. and the whole church was like looking for her, yelling her name. And it was, we thought she had gotten kidnapped. So that, that really stands out. That was, so it was on 4th of July night. That's kind of scary. At the pond. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, she was gone. That's they, crazy. They, they, yeah. She just wandered and like, Hey guys, what's up? 
Yeah. You, you guys tried the popcorn? It's good. She has incredible <laughs> vocabulary yeah. for a four-year-old. Yeah. Very deep voice as well. Oh, yeah. What's up, guys? So <laughs> kind of freaked out her parents yeah. a lot. <laughs> She's like, why is she talking like What's that? What's up, guys? You guys she, tried the popcorn? She gets what? that from your side of the family. <laughs> oh, shut up, woman. <laughs> what? <laughs> of course. Yeah, that's that's exactly how he would talk. Uh, <laughs> okay, well. I forget the question. What was the question? Uh, a Fourth of July memory. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that I was one. saying, like, most important, but that's a very eventful. I, I don't know if I have. I remember doing, like, a Fourth of July parades in Pleasantville. That was always, it was eventful. Mm-hmm. Remember racing each other? Yes, I do. Yeah. That was before we knew each other. That was literally before we knew each other. Yeah, it was like by, the, we, by the Rob's house all the way up to that T. Yeah. We were, you, I don't know what happened other than you like started running and I was like, well, I want to run too. I, yeah, I don't and know. And then I started me, chasing but I was, you. I, somebody or me was like, first one the stop sign wins, let's go. Yeah. And then we just ran. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. With reckless abandon. Caution right into the wind. Caution straight into the wind. Hmm? Man, think about our kneecaps and how well they functioned back then. So what? I'm going to... You're right, though. Knees, they <laughs> work so well. And now they're like, I they're don't like so, running. They're not efficient like no, they used not. to, which is kind of weird. Have you heard about wheels? <laughs> just in general? Yeah, you can just stand there and then wheels can take you places. It's good. <sighs> Is that going to be the future? It is. Of like, hold on, hold on let, me wait. <laughs> let me finish my prompt. Go ahead. Is that going to be the future though of like manual labor? Like, are, is everyone just going to have segways to get Speaking around? Speaking of segways, what's the name? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm so that, I couldn't. No, but think about it, right? I couldn't uh, avoid that. Because like okay, people talk about all the time, like, ah, oh, the robots are coming to take our jobs. But there are certain jobs that I feel like will always have to be done by a human. Yeah. At least for like the next 50 years, let's say. You know, there, there's somebody's going to have to do these construction Yeah, the, the best part about AI is that we're good. Our kids, though, hmm, probably not. They'll figure it out. Yeah, they're... I'll figure, figure it out. out. You're I'll figure it out. out. Yeah. Figure it out. But you know, it's like, okay, figure what what are some things that they could do to make manual jobs less strenuous on the workers? Segways. Segways. Yeah. But I feel like do you do you feel like maybe that would <sighs> exacerbate the already growing problem of uh lack of exercise in America? <laughs> well, that's a very good that's a very good question, John. Um, but okay, if you're doing a manual labor job, yeah, you're already physically active and you're always standing and moving and doing different things. So, yes, you would have some less. I feel like movement? a lot less because, like, most of the calories burnt probably aren't from your arms it's from your like, legs moving your whole body around i feel like well like let's just say even if it's just something as simple as like all right you got to go to the job site and then you pull out your segue and yeah. then you just actually drive like ride that to the actual construction site and then once you're done for that like you wouldn't ride it the entire day okay it would just be like a i thought interim. you were talking about like full-time segue that's usage? what i was thinking bro that's what I thought you were getting. I'm like, I don't think that's a Imagine good idea. Imagine being on a skyscraper and you're just up top and you're just like popping wheelies <laughs> on the Segway <laughs> while um, doing your job. While that's called job. efficiency. I'd like so to see a robot do that. I'd like to see a robot do that. Three years? No. Or now? 50, probably. 50. Anyway. Okay, but the thing is, but right before we get back to independence, <laughs> yeah. um, the topic of today, <laughs> um, what jobs, let's say in. 150 years. Let's okay. say robots have taken over everything they can. Mm-hmm. What jobs are going to be left that they can't do? I'm glad that you asked that question, John. Yeah, like which jobs will be the last ones to go? Because, and I heard, I was listening to a podcast this week, and they brought up that exact, hmm. not exact prompt, but someone was saying like, okay, so robots are going to eliminate a lot of these jobs. What is that going to leave open for people to do? Because people need to, people need to work yeah. in order to have like a normal, healthy life. You need to be active mentally or physically yeah. doing something. Humans were designed, we're designed to, to do to, things, to, to act, <laughs> yes. right? We're not designed to sit on a couch 24 seven mm-hmm. and not do anything. Um, 
but they were saying like, okay, so instead of like these manual jobs, we would move more towards like creative. So, so they gave the example of like, okay, so let's say that there's a company that comes out with fully automated lawn care. So they mow lawns, trim bushes, do all of that. The human element would come in and they'd be like, we have designs and different ways we can customize and make your lawn look. And they would just have like these different different presets and different things like that. And then you as the consumer would be able to choose like, oh, this looks cooler or this looks prettier. And then the human element would be coming up with these designs and being creative. Now, the thing is, the problem with that is some people are not creative. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they would still need some sort of manual job because as much as I'd like to think that I'm creative and if I'm put in a position where I have to like I have to be creative or it's going to get or it's going to be embarrassing it's going to be ugly it's going to be ugly quick real fast if I'm put in that position I can make myself be creative for a very short period of time I don't think I could be creative for a living necessarily um, unless I got enough sponsors. And speaking, uh, and, and of, speaking of which, no. <laughs> Patreon. Uh, if only. But no, but I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting problem, I would say. Yeah, I think, I think given enough time, all jobs could be taken over by AI, but that's, that's a could. I'm not saying they will, because I don't think that AI everything will be readily accepted by the entire world. Yeah. And I don't think that the entire world will have the infrastructure or money yeah. to do that. So yeah. will will that affect America? Probably. Yeah. I think it'll probably affect America the hardest out of all the countries because other countries are equally as technologically advanced as America, but they aren't as lazy. <laughs> yeah, that is true. So I think... <laughs> America is is a storm for disaster right now in this AI plus a lot of people not wanting to work. Yeah. So I feel like we will will accept it for the majority and then there'll be certain sectors of people that are like no, we're we're only hiring humans. We're yeah. not going to So I feel like it could be sort of a divide like that. Um Yeah. Well like but, if you think about it so like in America since the topic's still on America. Still on America. We're still on a topic. Um, so, like, if you look at, like, the highways and the interstates in America um, versus, like, in Europe, in the, in the main city, buses are the main form of mm-hmm. travel. But still in America, a majority of them, it's still driving. So the roads and all the infrastructures are based around having a car. And part of it is that America is just so huge. It's just so much more massive than Europe. So you couldn't just like do away with the interstates or or, the highways, but you, you can't really like just be like, okay, tomorrow we're, uh, we're all going to go to buses and we're going to do train bullet trains. We're just going to do that. That would be, dozens of years worth of work to try and just rebuild and change something that's been established for hundreds of years. So for AI to just to be like, yeah, we're just going to change all of these things. It, it would take a really long time. Even if we had the technology like tomorrow, it would take years to implement it because they would have to change so much of the existing framework that's already in America and in other countries, some countries would be a little bit easier, I think, just because they have a little bit more flexibility, I think. Like but maybe, I don't know. maybe less to undo before they build. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because it could be like, okay, well, the difference. So like in, in London, all these bus stops and everything like that, simplest thing is like, okay, we just have less writers because there's less jobs that involve people coming into the city or whatever. You know, that's not huge. Versus like in America, be like, all right, we have 250 less people coming in. There's 250 less vehicles driving. There's 250 less vehicles using fuel. 
all these different things that go into play, which, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but you know, it's the, the economy would take an impact on it because people aren't spending as much money on fuel. It's all these different things that would happen, you know, versus like in London, it's like, well, we just pick up less people on the bus. Andrew. Jonathan. AI. Yeah. American independence. To, uh, I should not have taken coincidence. Water. <laughs> coincidence? <laughs> I don't think so. That's obviously the real topic for today. <laughs> okay. American Title of the episode: AI. American, American independence. American independence. I like it. I like it. Because yeah. because the people that were apparently lesser than the British, us, started. <laughs> Started thinking for themselves, and then Being the British were like, "Oh no, they stopped. they've gone, they've gone sentient. I oh, know they've gotten sentient." Yes. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, then AI took over American independence. Let's go. I like it. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> you found the line. I did. The dots. Uh, <sighs> London's going to be storming your house oh. in seconds. <laughs> One last thought on artificial intelligence okay before, before we get back to the main topic oh yes i have so, a very good question <laughs> uh, when you were talking about uh lawns and like yeah yeah, yeah like the care. difference between two different things i feel like with certain artistic things like that with lawns or art it's going to be less like right now it's like wow i can't believe that artificial intelligence could do that mm-hmm. and it's someday it's going to just probably blow humans out of the water which like in 12 days from now probably right uh, what ai can do and it's then it's going to reverse and not wow i can't believe ai could do that it's going to be like huh i can't yeah. believe humans could do that yes. so it's it's going to be i think it's going to do a full turn back to I, I appreciate human art better. Human because, appreciation. Yeah, yeah, because humans actually did that. Yeah. So I, I think was, yeah. I had that exact same thought yesterday because I've like I told you earlier, um, I've been listening to a lot of AI covered songs. Oh yeah. Um, so for example, I heard a song by Frank Sinatra covered by Plankton from SpongeBob SquarePants, and I was listening to it and I was the like, Grabby it's funny. Grabby Patty Formula. The Grabby Patty Formula. I was like, this is very accurate and it's it's interesting and it's funny but i was like but if a person was actually doing the impression of plankton and singing it as plankton i would be so much more impressed than somebody going online getting the files for the plankton Mm -hmm. voice and then just overlaying it on the song yeah and then just having it shoot it out and generate it it's an interesting thing because it's like it's a very it's right now it's a very novel thing and novel idea that technology can just be like, yeah, you want this to sound like plankton? Go, go ahead. You yeah. can do it. So, but I think probably already, but soon the internet will be oversaturated with those types of things. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's going to kind of we'll lose turn, some of its we'll, Yeah. We'll turn back to like, oh, I can't believe a human could actually do that. Yeah. So, because, and again, know. it's like, we'll see. I, I would, I appreciate because if somebody does an impression of like a cartoon character, me personally, I appreciate that more because I can look at that and say, while they're talented, while they put in the work and the effort, you know, while they like listened and like, oh, they got this like subtlety right, you know, all of these different things versus it's like, oh, a computer made that. It's literally designed to do that. It's mm-hmm. like, ah, it's performing its function. It's not as interesting as somebody putting in the effort to try and copy and imitate a voice. So I, and or like an artist creating actual mm-hmm. art or creating digital art so but anyways are you ready for your next question john oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay what we're talking about yeah do you prefer loud or pretty fireworks <laughs> <laughs> loud i prefer loud fireworks <laughs> why My, is that <laughs> the, just you know how it kind of makes your heart stop for a second oh okay makes you feel like you're alive once yeah. it starts beating again yeah that's yeah, that, that's that's what i like i like loud <laughs> it's I like pretty fireworks. I, I like I like the pretty ones. No, but like honestly, um, if there was no actual fire at all, I would just take cannons going off. I'd be like, yeah, cannons, masculinity. Let's cool. go. Yeah, Tchaikovsky's overture actually has cannons shooting yeah. off. What a man. What Anyways, a man. Um, will you wear red, white, and blue on the Fourth of July? Yes, I will. I actually have a shirt that I wear every Fourth of July. It has birds, bombs, and burgers, baby. All over it. Oh, yes. I, I've seen that. Why do you think people do that? Birds, bombs, and burgers, baby? Oh, yeah? 
No. Why do you think people wear red, white, and blue? Because. Like, I mean, obviously there's the, 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 the symbolism yeah. of the American flag, but. Because of the flag, I suppose it's like America's it. colors. Yeah. Like, yeah. so basically war is, war is basically the world's oldest sport and America <laughs> is the best dominated. at it. USA. Yeah. We USA. dominate every game we play. Right. So basically red, white, and blue is our team colors represent okay, so okay. You, so you wear that your makes sense. yeah you wear your team's colors okay, yeah because i guess in my head some people in america though they don't like our team <laughs> but then they still they still take part they still go to they the concession stand here. they got that 32 ounce lemonade but they don't want to wear the team's colors oh uh, it's gone up it's actually 64 ounces <laughs> just like a 55 gallon drum of lemonade yeah and then they're like i'm oppressed <laughs> Anyways, uh, next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, I don't know. I just, like, obviously it's like, ah, yes, those are the colors of our flag. It's just, uh, it, it's weird. I don't know. I feel like I don't see people wearing it other than the 4th of July or like maybe Memorial Day, you know? It's almost like, and it could just be because it's like, we have that association. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's not a bad thing to do it but i've always just kind of looked at it and been like okay gotta wear your team colors man you gotta wear your team colors it makes sense i'm not really into sports so that's probably why i've never really connected with it on that yeah, level but that does make sense all i all i watch is cricket at least you've just kidding british people <laughs> Australians hey listen too. <laughs> listen any british people it's listening, big in europe i really i don't have anything against you guys other than when we dominated you guys in the 1776 war for independence and you got crushed. Other than that, yeah, no, it's we we obviously we love America, um, but we we and still good live old soccer. We do an American football. <laughs> love those. Uh, our nation is still very much. Have you all tried flawed. the hot dog? Or are you still on the biscuit train? <laughs> it's we still live in a very flawed nation, sadly. <laughs> but we we are passionate about our. Country. I don't even think. Do they have gravy over there? Have they ever tried gravy? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it's probably just really bad, though. Yeah. No, no. It's just like it doesn't have enough fat. In yeah, it. it's, it's, it's actually not even called gravy. It's called like flavor paste. Oh, can, can I introduce some flavor paste? Yeah. Would you like some flavor paste on your potato? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that was. Anyways, ask the next question. <laughs> okay. I think I'm gonna do these last two prompts, which <laughs> prompts, prompts. Yeah. Props, not prompts, props to this website for all of these different writing prompts from Journal Buddies. Journal Buddies. Um, would you ever... It's like pen pals, but more sophisticated. Would you ever like to work in politics? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, as soon as you become a politician, you, be, you become a target. And I'm a simple man. With a simple plan? With a simple plan. And that plan is to follow God. And eat hot dogs. And eat USA, ho- USA, USA. <laughs> <laughs> it fits um, in everywhere. <laughs> uh, but no, I think that there are enough good men in politics, and it's uh, a stretch. And there are. <laughs> what about the good women, John, in politics? Listen, huh? speaking of independence. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. I'm just saying we should go back to the good old days, Andrew. And you can take that as, as whatever you wish. So. I, I've always thought it would be interesting to work in politics. The older I get, I'll, I'll say that. The older I get, the more I'm like, man, it would be kind of neat to be in politics because I am not easily bribed. <laughs> Andrew, what if I offered you three hot dogs right now to switch party lines? It would take at least five. Ah, <laughs> I only have three. I'll, I'll, I'll be back, though. We'll make this deal happen. We'll make it happen. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it would be neat just to be able to kind of be like on the, the ground level of like, we're helping form and See, shape our nation in real time. See, yeah, I'm, I'm not a public speaker, but I would, I would love to work with like, so I guess I would not want to be a politician. I, I wouldn't mind working with right. politicians. Okay. Though, like yeah, yeah, yeah. being the fifth hand man to a major politician. Like, yeah, I'll get your coffee, dude. Like, I support your message. I would love to work for you. you I know? just had a beautiful thought. Okay. Are, are we Gen Z? 
Yeah, or we, we're, we're Gen, Gen Z, Z, technically. We're going to be able to live in a time when there's going to be Gen Z politicians. <sighs> it's going to be lit. My fellow Americans, and they come up there and they're like, I'm going to do the gritty. (laughs) We're going to do the gritty all over the enemy. (laughs) Like, could you picture that though? Because they're going to be like on the platform at this massive rally and they're just hitting the gritty. And honestly, my opposition is giving lie. He's giving lies. He's giving cap. They're giving lying vibes. I don't know what to say. And it's just every Gen Z politician always do it, does an impersonation of yeah. him. So you have no idea <laughs> what you're getting. They're all doing impersonation, even the liberal side. Can you imagine just just every every politician was Trump? Oh, well, that's... Oh, it's like an echo chamber of, oh, my family. But yeah, they wear different clothes, so you can tell oh, yeah. them apart. But they, they wear all, different clothes. They're all Trump. They're all just doing different impersonations. And, like, that's what I mean, though. Like, would Gen Z be willing... To fight the good fight and they would be able to legitimately go into it being like listen i think it's time we had a president that was always making fun and doing an impersonation of another president and they get up there it'll it'll happen someday i don't know in our lifetimes but i mean i, I feel on a, on a more serious note i feel like this country's about to make a turnaround i i hope so because i i think that Good turnaround. Uh, most most of the change that's been done over the last 10 to 15 years has been by millennials. And yeah. I think a lot of Gen Z also is following in their footsteps. But a good half of Gen Z is seeing like, hmm, I don't like what is going on right now. Right. And I'm using critical thinking. So yeah. I, I feel like there's a bright future. It's kind of, you know, bleak right now. But right. there's a bright future ahead. I, I think I think you're right. I think there's a very much a a good future ahead. But it's like I I still do think though, like to an extent, like I feel like Gen Z, like obviously they're serious. They could be, they can be serious, but I hope they bring some more humor into the political world. Maybe that's part of it. Is that I feel like. Politics are too dry, man. <laughs> like, obviously, you have to be serious, but... Listen, you gotta you gotta be entertaining as well. I, you know what I'm saying? It's like, in order to convey your message that you believe in, wouldn't it be better if you had, like, a little bit of sense of humor? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. People are saying that, <laughs> that Ron... What is what is his name? Weasley? D- Dumb Sanctus? I don't know. The people, I didn't say that. People are saying that. <laughs> don't say this. Ron, don't say this. Ron, don't say this. You know. Don, don't but, say this. But, uh, yeah, I think to, in order to get your message across, you have to... You got to make it flashy, whether you like it or not. Like So people right. people don't like listening to monotone speakers. They yeah. like listening and to... I think that's which is, why Trump did so well. That's why he did so well. It's people... Like him or dislike him. Yeah, so he's, he's what's still known in politics in as a populist... He's he's popular, right? He he gets people to like him, yeah, and then they like his message as well and his words that come out of his mouth. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. But, okay, just let's just take hard sides on who's going to win the the twenty twenty four race. Who's we, I know we've done this like a couple months ago. Who's running right now? Okay, so I haven't checked. So right now, Trump's in the lead by a lot. He's still running. Yeah, oh yeah. he didn't get arrested. He he did, but cool. Okay, yeah. anyways, but he, keep going. I, so I don't know. If, I don't. At this point, it might you. By the time this comes out, maybe it'll be out. But right now, he's not in prison. He's not in prison. Got it. Um, solid running. So, but I think if hear me out. This, this is this. I'll, I'll tell you what my preferred my preferred twenty twenty four looks like. This okay. So Don, Donald Trump goes to prison soon. Okay, and he's in there. He's mad chilling. He's giving independent vibes. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then uh, he's the nominee then. Mad independent vibes. And then and then he gets elected from prison, pardons himself from prison. <laughs> he's like, I'm going from this orange jumpsuit to the White House. And then he, he, he goes over there and he's like, I'm going to arrest the entire Biden crime family. <laughs> What? That would be such an amazing. So yeah, that's that story. That's my hope, and then what I think will happen. Thing. I think that Trump probably will not go to prison. I think that Trump will be the nominee, and I think he'll lose to whoever the Democrat is again. But my second preferred, <laughs> I know there's, I know there's a lot of my second place would be that uh, that DeSantis would get it. 
Yeah. And no, no, no. He, beat, seems, he seems somewhat reasonable. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, with Robert F. Kennedy as his, his vice. Okay. He's a Democrat. Okay. But he's like a 1960s Democrat. Okay. I was going to say, there was a, a period in time yeah. when Democrats didn't have. Yeah, who knows? A like, we're, of... we're probably 1930s Democrats, Andrew. Who we knows? Could, could be. <laughs> All we're missing is a fedora. Um, is that racist towards Cubans? No, that's gangsters like the sure, 1930s andrew anyways, <laughs> anyways let's let's move away from this blatant uh, racism no but no that what an incredible story that would be though like what a just donald trump he's in prison he's lifting weights he's getting ready you know he's, he, he's he would getting, really look like a full oompa loompa though because he's orange face orange suit <laughs> what an incredible comeback story though if he literally won the election out of prison mm-hmm. and he's like you guys tried to arrest me. It didn't work. <laughs> it came back, baby. They thought it would work. They they locked me didn't. up. And so, they wanted to lock you up, too. Anyways. But there's not enough shows. <laughs> anyways, that uh, I think that wraps up quite nicely. Um, I well, hope we, you we, all... We, we, we are only 41 minutes in. We could keep on going. I hope you all enjoy... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think we... Uh, segue from 24 2024 predictions uh so what are you going to do to celebrate the fourth of july that's not one of the prompts but I, i'm, I'm glad you curious. asked what are you doing i don't know yet you don't know yet yeah i'll probably just go watch the fireworks at night okay yeah if my fa- my family will probably do something i don't know we're yeah. not we don't have a big tradition my only tradition is going to watch fireworks okay gotcha. yeah, i'll probably i'll probably test out my new grill that I got for free. Nice. And I haven't used it yet. I've just been boiling the hot dogs, which subpar. It's not the, it's not it's the not same. same. It's you not can the same. use a frying pan, though. It does make them... They, they come uh, out a lot better. Yeah, but I just, I just like putting water in there, boil Listen, it, John, toss them in. Are you familiar with the Maillard reaction? Wait, don't don't tell me what this is. Maillard re- I've heard... Oh, wait. Oh, oh, oh. I've heard of this. <laughs> just give me the first word. So... Okay, no. Okay, now I got it. You said so. So it's about sewing. No, it's, a, it's cooking. an old woman sewing the flag. It's Betsy Ross. It's when you're cooking food. My heart reaction. Oh, 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 yes. So <laughs> it's when something is like just burnt enough. It's got this like crispiness on the outside. It's like a light tan. It's a Maillard reaction. Like, uh, yes. like bake burnt Alaska. The outside of it has the Maillard reaction on it. Yes and no. <laughs> I'm on the right track. But you're right in the sense of, so what it is is that... Where did I hear this from? Certain, oh, dozens of cooking videos talk about it. But no, I'm straight. I don't watch those. The, I'm just kidding. That explains why you're boiling hot dogs. Anyways. Listen, uh, <laughs> I was raised on Aldi, Aldi hot dogs. And- so, like, picture, uh, have you ever had, like, a smash burger? It's very thin, lacy. McDonald's? Like, crispy. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Think of, like, a really thin, like, Culver's. Okay. Like picture that. Like it's a little bit of crispiness. It's very thin. I just patties. gained ten pounds when you said that word. <sighs> I love Culver's. Um, basically, if you do like a really high heat, it breaks down certain parts of it of the meat, and it turns it like into sugars, and then the sugars caramelize, and then it that's what gives it like that crispy texture. But then it, it's a, a very savory, like umami flavor that comes through <laughs> that's a funny so, word umami <laughs> is so umami is so huge so but no so like if you like whenever you're frying or like cooking underneath high heat and like it's not burnt it's just like browning that umami i like the maillard reaction you have going on with these hot dogs so anyways <laughs> yes but yes. what is umami just like savory, like a very savory. Is that like, an English word? Yeah. U-M-A-M-I. Umami. U-M-A-M-I. <laughs> yes. It's like a cooking, it's a cooking term. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I do ooh. watch cooking shows <laughs> and cooking videos. Umami. Oh. <laughs> so, but anyways, I don't know what my point was. I think I just want to know if you knew what, what the Maya reaction is. But anyways, yeah, yeah it's basically is like. It, cr- is it spelled like, like mallard? Uh, it's, I think it's my R. It's like M Y A R D with the Y. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was so, like gonna be like M A. 
But so that's why, like, that's why L-L. food tastes different. Maillard. Maillard. That's why food tastes different the different ways you prepare them. Because if you boil a hot dog or you fry a hot dog in a pan or if you grill a hot dog, it's because it's having different contacts with the metal, different points of heat is getting to it. Versus a boiling pot, all the water is the same temperature. There's a lot of moisture. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew. <laughs> I'm talking with my hands now. Have you ever had Mexican street corn? No, I've always wanted to, though. What if I made that for the 4th of July? Oh. To also celebrate Mexican independence, which is sub- September 16th um, uh, in a year. I don't know. Sure. Let's. That sure. sounds lovely. Okay. So 4th of July, <laughs> I will make Mexican street corn, also mm. known as elote. Oh. So yeah, basically what you're going to do is you got your corn. You grill it. Right. And then then you got this... Uh, mayonnaise don't don't judge i'm listening so mayonnaise and then you have like uh uh sp- like parmesan it's like i don't know if i can even get the cheese it's it's like a we can use parmesan that's, i'll probably use it parmesan. yeah i don't know what cappuccino you know what cheddar <laughs> just a second you're gonna Stomach. check I'm live gonna yeah, yeah i've i've seen it Mexican with parmesan corn um but recipe. I'm sure you could use any type of cheese that you'd want. And mayonnaise covers a multitude of sins. Even though you mayonnaise... You said it once. <laughs> Say it again. Do you know how you make mayonnaise? I'm glad that this turned into like me quizzing okay. you on cooking. <laughs> Eggs. Eggs. Vinegar. That's all I know. Oil. And oil. Okay. Yeah. Did you know that... Oil doesn't mix with eggs. Yeah. You have to emulsify it. You do. Yeah, you got to emulsify <laughs> it. Also, I learned the word emulsify when I was watching the YouTube channel Alpha M in 2013. When I, when I, <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, so you got to put the, like the hair putty in your hand and emulsify it. So I'm like, all right, all right. You got to emulsify it. Anyways. Uh, you got to mix it up. Ingredients. Six ears of corn. Got it. Shucked and cleaned. Got it. Quarter C of mayonnaise. Cup. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> A quarter cup of Mexican crema or sour cream. Okay. Chili powder. Okay. Uh, one third cup grated cotija cheese. Cotija? Uh, freshly chopped cilantro and lime wedges for serving beautiful step one preheat grill or grill pan to medium high we don't need to go through the whole grill corn recipe. turning often until slightly charred all over about 10 minutes okay. step two meanwhile in a small bowl stir together mayonnaise and mexican crema step three brush corn with a layer of the mayonnaise mixture and sprinkle with chili powder cotija and cilantro uh serve warm with lime wedges Nice. For the air fryer, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, well, what a lovely note to end on. The e- Elote. July, Mexican street corn. Well, anyways, um, thank you, John, for answering my questions and my writing prompts. We are now going to do the 4th of July theme. Oops, yes. I married a toaster. Life with you is like a roller coaster. Oops, I married a toaster. Title of today's episode is Toasting Independence. (laughs) (laughs) It's inside the kitchen, and the kitchen is buzzing with excitement as Kevin Laird, a charismatic but somewhat absent-minded man, and his wife Toaster, with a delightful personality, prepare for their 4th of July celebration. Red, white, and blue decorations cover the wall, and a large banner reads, Happy Independence Day. Kevin, wearing a star-spangled apron. Toaster, I can't believe it's our first 4th of July together. It's going to be legendary. Toaster, with a wide smile. Absolutely, Kevin. Let's toast to our love and freedom. And you know what else? (laughs) My great-great-great-great-great-grandpa was an admiral in the Revolutionary War. No way. I bet he toasted his enemies on the battlefield. (laughs) We've got some big shoes to fill, Toaster. Going into the living room, 
The room, the room is decorated with streamers and balloons. Toaster and Kevin are surrounded by friends and family, all enjoying a delicious spread of burgers, hot dogs, and salads. Toaster to Kevin, your skills, your grilling skills are on fire today. These burgers are sizzling like nobody's business. <laughs> Kevin, proudly flipping a burger. <laughs> Thanks, Toaster. I like to think of myself as the George Washington of grilling. <laughs> I'm going to steal that. That's the a good George line. Washington of grilling. Uh, later on in the evening, the sun is setting and the room fills with a warm glow of stringed lights with everyone gathering around the coffee table, which is stacked with desserts, including a patriotic themed cake and cookies shaped like fireworks. Kevin eating the cookies. These cookies are explosive toaster. They're almost as hot as you toaster. Oh, Kevin, oh. you're such a charmer, but let's not forget the grand finale we have planned. The backyard is adorned with colorful lawn chairs, and the sky is scattered with stars. Kevin and Toaster stand be- beside a box filled with fireworks. Kevin, patting his pockets. Oh, Toaster, I forgot the lighter. How are we going to ignite these fireworks? Toaster, I have an idea. Oh, no. <laughs> Why don't I launch the fireworks from my toaster slots? <laughs> what? She's turning herself into a mortar. <laughs> toaster, you're brilliant. It's like having our own personal pyrotechnics display. <laughs> Kevin places a firework carefully in a toaster slot, and as it ignites, sparks fly out in a beautiful display with the crowds gasping and applauding, thoroughly entertained by the unconventional spectacle. Toaster, beaming with joy, says, I'm toasting freedom, Kevin. <laughs> Happy Independence Day. Kevin, happy Independence Day, Toaster. Cheers to love, laughter, and the spark that keeps our lives glowing and seen. I'm the George Washington of grilling, baby! I feel... That's such a good line! I'm the George Washington... Like, I'm the... Uh, I'm definitely going to steal that. I don't know when I'm going to use that, but I will. You should just make an apron that says George Washington of grilling. That's actually a really good idea. Or, hear me out, founding daddy... Well, anyways, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you guys coming in. Uh, (laughs) uh, Please remember to share, like, and subscribe. And again, as a reminder, we will be taking a slight hiatus until John returns from the Minnesota, um, after which we will come back and we will return to our weekly scheduled program. As always, thank you so much for listening. See you next time. Hiatus. Happy 4th of July. I'm the founding daddy. Happy 4th of July. Bye. Bye. (laughs)